0: RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To view their complete line of RVs, visit Jayco.com. And by Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. To find a campground near you, visit CampJellystone.com.
1: America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And
0: there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds.
1: Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent.
0: On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel.
1: Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors.
0: From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Hey, everybody. It's Jeremy and Stephanie from RVFTA.com, and we're coming at you with a great campground review from our South Dakota trip. And Stephanie, correct me if I'm wrong, this was the first campground we stopped at in South Dakota on our way out to Mount Rushmore.
1: It absolutely is. So the Sioux Falls Jellystone Park is actually right over the border between Minnesota and South Dakota, right off of I-90. So this was our very first stop in South Dakota. And, you know, we used it as sort of the launching pad for the entire trip.
0: Yeah, we picked up our outdoorsy rental right outside of Minnesota, So that took some time, and we wanted to have a campground stop that wasn't that much further away. Like, we didn't want to do eight hours of driving after picking up the rental and doing the walkthrough. So, we picked this one. I think it was about three hours away from Minnesota, or three to four hours away from Minnesota. Yeah, it
1: wasn't that long of a drive. And then what happened was um, it's about right between Brandon and downtown Sioux Falls. So, we were able to pull in in the afternoon, take a quick 10 minute drive into Sioux Falls, and explore that area. Um, And then the better part is that. It was only about four hours from Sioux Falls to the Badlands. And the reason why we chose to pick a spot for an overnight instead of just hustling straight through to the Badlands was part of the charm of visiting South Dakota is all of the roadside stops. And we wanted that next day on the road to be able to stop at every one of those little roadside attractions along the way and really enjoy our day. So this was actually a last minute campground that we scheduled. We weren't quite sure how. We were going to do it. We only decided, I would say, maybe a month before, not even, to put this stop in as sort of the jump off point. And I'm glad we did. We
0: had actually booked a KOA that was more in the middle of the state. But then we decided to get a little bit closer to Minnesota. And then, like you said, and this is so important, if you're heading out to Mount Rushmore, try to make the drive out leisurely. And we did break it up that way. So look, we're going to give you all the details about the campground, but before we do, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco. Since
1: 1968, Jayco has been providing a way for generations of families to create lasting memories together. Today, Jayco offers everything from camping trailers to Class A motorhomes, complete with more standard features and a longer, stronger two-year limited warranty. Jayco gives you the value you're looking for and the peace of mind you deserve. Lots of family fun is to be had around a campfire with a Jayco nearby for more information information, visit your local Jayco dealer or jayco.com. Jayco, generations of family fun.
0: Also generations of family fun at Jellystone. I mean, this was <laughs> yeah. really, this isn't the gigantic off the hook Jellystone with the massive water park and all of that stuff. This was sort of like your mid-sized Jellystone. We've been to a few that are sleepier and smaller. We've been to a few that are really gigantic this was a middle-of-the-road jellystone and really like a perfectly executed jellystone. Like just everything about this one hit a sweet spot for us. It made for a perfect one-night stop. And I, I honestly wish we would have stayed two nights.
1: We liked it better even than we expected to. And I did want to return to the point that you said about, I had forgotten, you're right, that we had first reserved the KOA. And then I said, you know, I don't want to blow through Sioux Falls. I was like, I definitely want to see this area. We like, were
0: planning on going to Sioux Falls. And yeah, Stephanie was, was like, what's like, up? She was, was like, like that's what? not right. She got, you got... You you got like kind of mad at me. You're like, wait a second, Sioux Falls is supposed to be really cool. And then simultaneously, one of my coworkers, I go to the AP reading and I grade AP essays every year, and she was raving about Sioux Falls the whole week and how much fun she had there. And that that combined with the fact that you really wanted to stop there, I was like, let's do it. The Sioux Falls Jellystone had great reviews, and it made a perfect base camp for exploring Sioux Falls, which is really really close by.
1: Yeah, and I want to say that the 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 real thing that put the you know definitely made this uh, made us agree to do this stop, is that one of the things I feel like is necessary for us as a family when we're making those one-night stopovers is really having a great pool and activity selection for the kids. You would think the opposite sometimes, like, oh, it's just a stopover. You don't need anything. But actually, it helps us rejuvenate our kids for another day in the car. Like, even being able to spend just three hours swimming in the pool, the kids played gaga ball. We'll talk about all that, but it changes the entire mindset for our kids. And that might not be the case for you, but it might be. So I'm throwing it out there because it might be something you want to try.
0: Even though it was a one-night stop, and we did unhitch. Now I didn't. Ha- I don't think I had to unhitch on the pull through site. I think it was long enough. But we did unhitch because we were going yeah. into Sioux Falls. But even though it was just a one night stop, and we went into Sioux Falls for dinner and to see the falls, we still did walk Maggie in the dog park. The boys spent time on the bounce pillow, and we went for a really nice long swim in the pool. So we we kind of maximized this one day adventure at this Jellystone.
1: Yeah, and this is like we use this as a quick overnight stop. But I want to you know point out that we know we have listeners in this area. In fact, some of them waved to us on social media, you know, while we were there and posting and they would say things in our Instagram stories, you know, message us and say, Hey, welcome to the area. So we know that we do have listeners in this area. And I would highly recommend this, not just for somebody who's driving by, but as a place to go if you live in the area for a weekend, weekday, getaway. If I
0: was in Sioux Falls or maybe even in Minnesota, I would go to this campground twice a year. It was a totally charming jellystone. It was a very pretty jellystone. The highway is right there but the campground slopes up a hill and then the the rows of sites are terraced. And when a campground has that and it gets elevated above the highway, like the traffic noise was not bad at all, considering the interstate was kind of fairly close by down the hill.
1: Yeah. And they put the whole recreation area down there, really. So there's the dog park, the bounce pillow, there's the uh, playground. There's different things like that down more in the area towards the highway. So that actually keeps the site further away from the highway. And I think that I think that was probably the best decision.
0: Totally charming look to this campground. And just to, this is kind of a weird thing to say. Out of all the photos I put up on Instagram of our entire South Dakota trip, the photo of our site on our pretty little site at this campground got more likes than any photo from the entire South Dakota trip. So it, it really is it has a very charming look to it to this campground. Yeah,
1: there's cornfields all to one side and then there's those hills to the back, and then of course there's that really beautiful summer South Dakota light, right? As you look out over that like it just goes on and on forever and you know, it was hot. Definitely during our stay, the heat of the summer um, in this area, that flat area was, um, I would say definitely in the 80s, but they had really nice tree cover at this campground. Every site in the area that we stayed at had really nice trees and that made all the difference.
0: Now, Driving on the interstate, you wouldn't necessarily expect that. But there are more trees out there in the middle of South Dakota and the eastern portion of South Dakota than you might think.
1: All right. Now, this was not a difficult place to book. In fact, we booked it, like I said, maybe a month in advance. It was sort of a last-minute insert into our trip. And honestly, it's really good pricing here. So we spent in the mid-50s to stay there during peak season. For full hookups. Yeah, for full hookups. The the range is from 50 to 65 for RV sites, um, cabins, obviously go into the hundreds. Um, It's a really affordable stop for us, it was at least. And then in the off season, you can actually nap campsites for as low as $40. Now, one thing I want to note, because I'm in love with this when campgrounds do this, they have what they call a fall and spring pop. Pay one price. And you can pay for five weekends and leave your RV there all week during the fall and the spring.
0: Jellystones are good at that. Stephanie, I want to do that next year. I know,
1: but we don't really have, it's it's, it's hard to find and when we do, we like to give them a shout out because that's $500. So you pay $500 and then you get five weekends of camping in the fall or the spring. Plus, you don't have to bring your RV and bring it home. So that can be just a game changer for some people who are really busy but still like to get away. I
0: mean, you got to bring the RV there first and pick it up at the end, but you have three to four weeks in the middle where you're like a seasonal and you You don't have to worry about it. It makes it nice and easy to get to the campground if you're busy in the fall.
1: Yeah, so I like that a lot. Now, the sites, as you mentioned, um, there's a wide variety. There's pull-throughs, back-ins. There's also some tent sites, plus a lot of different options for cabins. They have the rustic and those were cabins. the furthest
0: up the slope. Yeah. So the cabins were really in a cute and charming They're spot. They're pretty.
1: And they had the rustic ones that, you know, don't even have the bathroom, all the way up to ones with full kitchen and full bathroom and everything. So there's a wide range there. The Pull through sites
0: here were really nice. And they were, I think, a little bit bigger than your typical private campground, resort style campground site. Our site was definitely long enough like I said where I don't think I needed to unhitch the f250 and the trailer that we rented and then our neighbors were not right smack on top of us at all it was definitely a really solid nice no one would be disappointed in these pull-through sites at all
1: yeah we stayed in the 500s row and I was really happy with that row and would highly recommend it it was only 30 amp so if you need 50 amp we didn't need 30 amp we didn't need 50 amp with the rental RV that we had so if you need 50 amp you're, you can't stay in that row you know you'd have to stay a little more close to the highway, but um, the 500 row was actually as far away from the highway in terms of those pull through sites that you could get. Um, and I also felt like it had the most trees. Like I just thought it really was the best It was adorbs. Place. Yeah. And
0: we were pretty darn close to the pool. Right. Right. I mean, we were a couple sites from the end cap of the row and in the pool, the camp store and all the amenities were right there. So it had nice shade, a bit of privacy, but then all the cool stuff was really close by.
1: All right. Let's talk about some of those amenities. So heated swimming pool. Like and a we really just nice mentioned. swimming pool. Yeah. Like It
0: was not like the massive, gigantic swimming no. pool you see at some Jellystones, but it wasn't like that small backyard pool you see at some campgrounds too. It was a really nice size pool with plenty of room for everybody to spread out.
1: There there's also a hot tub. There's multi, There's two different playgrounds, um, a jumping pillow, mini golf, gaga ball, which our boys jumped right into. There's volleyball and a basketball court. Um, the basketball courts are becoming more important to us, and we notice them more because our boys really do love to do that now, too. We it's brought like a basketball older.
0: all the way to South Dakota and Mount Rushmore.
1: There's a dog park. I brought Maggie down to the dog park, I think, in the evening and in the morning, just because, again, on those long driving days, I just want to give her a chance to really stretch her legs. Out and run around. Um, there's also a sheltered picnic area, indoor theater, pedal um, cart rentals, and they have a corn maze. I didn't even say that.
0: Yeah, the property is the, the property is deceptively large.
1: The it's corn larger maze than is like carved out, Yogi.
0: Like, oh, that's so cute. And is it up <laughs> the slope? Further? No, it's
1: over to the side. I mean, I know where the big cornfield was, but I didn't. And I think I saw it. now when I saw it online, I was like, oh, I think I saw the signs for it, and I just wasn't really paying attention. So charming.
0: This yogi is so charming because clearly they're not just building sites on every bit of open space they have. I mean, there's a lot of shared common space and just open space. And they don't, they don't need to put sites there for where they're located in South Dakota.
1: Now, for activities, of course, you know that jelly stones, that is something that a jelly stone is known for, right? Whether we talked about some of those smaller family jelly stones up to the bigger ones, it doesn't matter. You're going to find organized activities. In peak season... Summer, obviously, they run scheduled activities throughout the entire week. When you're talking your shoulder seasons, you're going to get more of just that themed weekend where every weekend, you know, is some sort of theme and they're going to have different activities or Christmas in
0: July, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, go kart, you know, Olympics, all those good kind of stuff. So, again, stuff. if
0: you're local or if you're in Sioux Falls or if you're in Minnesota, you might want to check out one of those weekends. Now, I posted a social media picture that night. So, the Wi Fi and cell service had to be pretty decent. Do yeah, you remember? The, the anything cell more service specific? was
1: absolutely fine. We have Verizon. So, I always like to say that, you know, because I don't know what your carrier is and what experience you'll have. Verizon was really good for us throughout our entire trip in South Dakota, actually, even when we were pretty remote. Um, The Wi-Fi we did not test because we were only there overnight, and I certainly didn't log on to it in that short amount of time. But they do offer it. I just can't attest to the speed that it'll get you.
0: Insider details we already gave you. Worth mentioning again, the 500 loop was very shady, close to the pool, and furthest from the highway. Now, nobody's perfect. I don't like to say, for my nobody's perfect, that the campground's close to a highway. I don't like that because you you, you know that in advance and they can't change that.
1: And it's kind of that. the point a little bit, I that feel like.
0: That is the point. I didn't want to drive five miles yeah. off the highway. I did want a quick pullover. I will say this, though. The Gaga Ball pit? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. The jump pillow. Right. Uh, yes. And the mm-hmm. Gaga Ball pit. You had to walk down the slope pretty close towards the interstate. It would have been nice if those things were up the slope or tucked away in a little bit more of a quiet place. The the highway was kind of roaring right there by those things. You're perfectly safe. You're not that close to it. No, no. It's it's like your kid could trip
1: and fall into the highway.
0: (laughs) Not that close at all. But still, it seems like they have other... Property that they right. could put those
1: things yeah. on, and I mean, you know, to me, I also see the the logic of it. It's put the play stuff where the kids are screaming anyway and yelling and True. having fun and down and by the not, highway. And they don't want to
0: put and they don't want to put sites down right. there, right? Yeah. And somebody then put pulled the in, sites
1: quieter, yeah,
0: yeah. Like some campgrounds will put like deluxe sites down there with concrete pads. Then you're right on the highway. There, you know, I kind of now I kind of respect the fact that they haven't done that there. So, Stephanie, you just convinced me that I was wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, we were. Let's talk um, local attractions because we were really happy that we did. Stop in Sioux Falls, and I'm so glad we didn't blow right by it. It was fun. You blew
0: right by Sioux Falls and didn't stop. It's a little bit of a travel fail to me. I mean, that's what we keep saying about South Dakota don't rush. It's not just about racing out to Mount Rushmore and squeezing in a day there and squeezing out a day at Crazy Horse. Sioux Falls is definitely worth at least a one night stop. And the falls themselves are really beautiful and Which worth is, going yeah,
1: to. It's called Falls Park, and it's right outside of downtown Sioux Falls. And Big Sioux River runs through Falls Park. And it's just a beautiful little, I mean, like the layout of it where you could have a picnic. Our boys climbed over all the rocks. This is the kind of place where your kids need to know how to be like, sort of in nature because there aren't guardrails, really. It's really just like the kids get to, you know, walk around on the rocks and can get right up near that roaring falls. And it's not water. Niagara
0: Falls, but the water oh. is rushing and moving and it is steep in places. Yeah. Great place for photographers. So if you're a serious photographer and you have a tripod and you like to do some long exposure photography on a waterfall, like you don't want to miss this park. It was gorgeous. There's
1: an observation tower, a little gift shop. In the observation
0: and- tower, you could see all of Sioux Falls. It was a really stunning view up there.
1: Yeah. And there's also like a cafe there that you could eat on site. It was closed for a private event while we were there. So we really didn't get to look at the menu or anything, but um, it seemed like it was well rated and it might be in your, but speaking of food, I'm glad we didn't eat there because we, well, the boy, downtown, did we have a dinner We that had
0: night. an awesome dinner. It was our anniversary. It was our anniversary, which <laughs> we always spend with the kids on a trip. <laughs> the entire downtown was pretty hip and urban and cool. There was like craft roasters. Were you
1: surprised by how big it was?
0: I was surprised by how big Sioux Falls was. I was surprised by how hip Sioux Falls yeah. was. I it, could shop it's in really, downtown Sioux Falls. Definitely, yeah, I bought a twenty dollar bag of craft roasted coffee beans there.
1: <laughs> I think that was the most expensive coffee shop we visited on our entire trip.
0: That costs about what it costs in Brooklyn. Or and Manhattan. you like
1: paid via like Apple Pay, and they were like sending me emails for like weeks afterwards. I had to like unsubscribe I paid, from their I paid email
0: list. <laughs> big city prices for coffee in Sioux Falls. <laughs> yeah. So Sioux, like Sioux Falls, looked like a livable city to yeah, me. You know yeah. Yeah. Saying.
1: Walkable, like you could walk to Falls Park from where we were. I mean, we didn't because we didn't really know the area well enough and everything, but it did feel really walkable and interactive, and just kind of like everybody was really friendly. Um, great customer service, like in all of those interactions that we had.
0: Now, for us, New Jersey folk. South Dakota is the West. I know it's technically the Midwest, but once we get out that far, like we feel like we're in the West. You
1: know what? When you've got antlers hanging off all the walls and like, you know, cowhide rugs everywhere, that's the West. When you've got
0: steakhouses like Minerva's.
1: Out of road food. It was a road food joint.
0: I had all the great reviews. This is like your classic Western steakhouse. This food was delicious best salad bar I've ever had in my life. Stephanie typically doesn't like a salad bar. She liked this one.
1: Well, so Minerva's was a road food pick and I didn't really want something really road foody for our anniversary. Like usually we do, even though we have the kids with us, we do kind of look for a little bit of a splurge meal on our anniversary. Like we do nice and our boys are pretty good in a nice restaurant. They don't cause much trouble usually and they like to kind of go fancy every once in a while. Once again,
0: they're very well behaved in fancy (laughs) restaurants. In are fancy just restaurants, not well they behaved like it. in our own <laughs> kitchen, they're usually on the floor wrestling next to the stove. Yeah,
1: but fancy restaurants they can usually do really well, in and they kind of enjoy it and they love you know getting something fancy themselves. So I I, I thought this was an unusual road food pack, and I was like, okay, let's do it. It was more it.
0: high end, and she could just, Stephanie keeps referring to road food. We're talking about Jane and Michael Stern's classic book, Road Food, that has awesome road food joint recommendations in all fifty states. But this was really more of a fancy restaurant yeah, than what you would well, normally
1: find. It had that kind of to me old hollywood steakhouse feel to it really dark like a uh, maroon leather chairs Oak and, and wood and everywhere yeah and it just kind of felt very classy and everything and then you know they were talking about this the the salad bar and i'm like whatever but then we went up to it and we looked and everybody wanted the salad bar because they had a couple of different i think like four different soups that were All delicious.
0: World-class salad bar. Really
1: great breads, really nice stuff. So the boys all wanted the salad bar also. So that was a nice part of it. And then, of course, we did have delicious steaks and stuff. So that is worth a stop. It was definitely not cheap, but it was worth every penny for that meal. And
0: every penny that we spent... And every second of our time was worth the stop in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So our thesis for all of our South Dakota content—the moral of the story <laughs> if your for us—kids us, said,
1: "If your if your AP kids wrote in their essay, my thesis is, <laughs> you'd scratch that." <laughs> my AP kids
0: do just fine.
1: <laughs> my thesis um, is. Look,
0: uh, we're spreading out our South Dakota content over the next month or so. We didn't want to hit you with all of it at once because we have so much South Dakota content. We really want you to slow down and make South Dakota its own trip. And some of the people in RVFTA, the group on Facebook, are already planning South Dakota trips next summer. And I'm really excited for them, and, and hopefully we're inspiring you to take your time and enjoy this wonderful state.
1: So if you missed it, you can go back. And two weeks ago, um, we talked about the Rafter J-Bar campground in um,
0: Rafter J Bar Ranch in Hill City. Hill City, South, south Dakota.
1: Dakota. And then that week we also did on the RVFTA podcast on episode number 20112, Tips for Visiting Mount Rushmore. So this is adding to that collection of South Dakota content. You could be coming east to west like we did, or you could be coming west to east like other people do. So if you're going west to east, then you'll be coming through Maybe Sioux you Falls. you live in
0: North Dakota and you're going <laughs> north to south. That's We right. still have to cover Badlands National Park. We still have to cover Custer State Park. Custer State Park, which is amazing. There's more awesome South Dakota content coming. We had really one of our most magical family trips we've ever had right up there with our trip to the Pacific Northwest the summer before. So we hope to see you at a campground in South Dakota.
1: See you at the campground.
0: See you at the campground. (laughs)